Get ready for the Throwing Bows podcast with Quinton, Wes, and Cody. Hello and welcome to Throwing Bows episode number three. We had our first fight picks last week and uh, it, it could have went better. I'll, I'll, I'll just say that. Um, we saw it. Yeah, yeah. Well, we definitely did the first time through. Me and Wes went two for five, and um, poor old Quentin over there is wearing the friggin' dunce cap. He went one for five on the main card. It wasn't. It wasn't good. It that that cater pick was really, really nice. <laughs> Honestly, dude, there was a point in the middle of that fight where I started laughing. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure Quentin said that this is gonna be a good close fight, and Cater just got his ass beat for five rounds, basically. Yeah, he was in it kind of, but like not in like a way. Like he he was there that he he was still like throwing punches, but it wasn't really much. Uh, One of the battle. toughest dudes I've ever seen. His nose had like an indent in it from an elbow, and it was like fractured. Yeah. Apparently, that's wild. He is a tough son of a bitch. They don't, they make him only tough in Boston or in Hawaii. Never been knocked down. Oh, Twenty four yeah, fights. Yeah, yeah. insanity. Ridiculous. And Dagestan. Anyway, um, yeah, I did not have a good, uh, good predictions. My predictions were just a little bit off. And I learned yeah. that I'm always going with my gut and never my brain because I wanted to say the leech, but like everything said, uh, was, Ponzi was going to win, and the leech clocked him. I I was t- I was messing. You. I was like, dude, you you were you were like going for this guy. You believe in the leech. <laughs> you love him, but you just didn't. <laughs> Just... Also, I, what what I get is me looking like an idiot for calling Alessio DeCirico a can just because I didn't yeah. know who he was. Absolutely why... kicked Buckley's head off. He's more like Joaquin Buckled. I fucking love it. <clears throat> okay, so for our, for, our, for our listeners who don't know this, anytime Wes says a fighter is absolute trash or he guarantees that fighter is going to lose, that fighter always gets a win. Every the opposite will time. always happen. Uh, most most recent, most recent besides uh, besides the leech, uh, or sorry, not besides the leech, besides uh, the Chirico, the other one was uh, Ortega. He guaranteed the Korean zombie was going to beat the crap out of Ortega, and um, oh. that definitely did not happen. That's just a bad. That's just a bad, Listen, bad idea. I'd only seen two fights of Ortega's, and one of them was the shit kicking by Max. So I'd only really seen one decent fight from him. Yeah, and that was the crazy flying guillotine that he did on uh, Cub Swanson. Oh yeah, you need to. You should have went back and watched a couple of his his other fights because man, that guy. Well, clearly. Yeah, and he came back freaking with a new striking set, like a new. Man, I think I think he can be Volk. Yeah, I think I think I think he could choke him out. Actually, yeah. our fan poll, our fan poll on our Instagram had more people voting for Ortega than it did for Volkanovski by like three or four percent. It was a very close vote, um, yeah. but there was a few more votes going towards Ortega, which I I was surprised and not surprised at the same time. Interesting. I would go with actually probably Ortega too, with his new striking and his already uh, black belt grappling and uh, and how big his cock is that he showed everybody with those since he switched <laughs> shorts. Since he switched shorts to the to the, uh, oh yeah, yeah, the, no, it's the, his brother's cup. It's his he, brother's he, cup. 
he he got the wrong cup. He was he was in a rush, and he uh, he picked when he was at home. He got the wrong cup, and uh, yeah, that was his brother's. Hey, I mean, good advertisement for his brother. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's gonna be gonna be popular with the ladies. That's for sure. <laughs> um, no, I would say Ortega winning. If he, I know one person who wants uh, Ortega to win that fight, and it's Max Holloway. Because it's still, even after the performance he had, having an immediate, he still probably won't get a Volkanovski rematch, which is unless unless there's nobody else. But yeah, but Dana just said that. How could you not have a third fight after that? Like he said in the press conference, yeah, that I, I still think it's a, I still think it's a hard sell. I still think it's a harder sell than that was a great performance, but it, I, it's still a hard sell versus if Ortega wins, it's easy. It's so easy if Ortega win, and like, it, then the fight's already made for him, and yeah. he, he already yeah. beat him. So, uh, I, we'll we'll have to see how it plays out, obviously. Um, but if you guys want to, we'll we'll hop over to uh, Wednesday's card, the, the morning card. That I'm I'm not gonna be able to watch. I'm gonna be at work, but uh, hopefully I'm gonna ruin none of it for myself, and then watch it afterwards. I'm gonna ruin all of it for you. No, no, you. No. I'm. I'm. My phone will be on silent. I won't be checking my phone at all. Then I don't care. Me and me and Dusty are gonna get day drunk and watch them. So <laughs> I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll move on. We're not gonna do the full card just like last time. Um, once we start getting into one event per week, which will be a little bit more normal, we might actually start going through the full card. But just keep it short. We'll go through the main card again. Uh, we'll start at the bottom. I'm, I think it's Douglas Silva de Andrade. We'll just call him D Silva, though. That's his nickname. Uh, versus Leron. Is that what his name is? I think it's Leron. Leron? Oh. Oh, okay. No, oh. it probably is Leron. I'm just an idiot. Um, uh, yeah, okay. Well, Leron Murphy, then. Uh, he actually is undefeated. He's got one no contest on his, on his record. But he doesn't have near the experience that D Silva does, especially in the UFC. Um, I'll make my pick first. Although D Silva hasn't been around since like I think 20, 2019, he did beat Renan Barrow though in his last fight. Uh, he's only lost three times in his career, and two of those losses were to Font and Yon. So I'm gonna go with uh, D Silva, even though the layoff. I'm gonna go with him. I'm gonna pick him by decision, just purely because of experience. I think um, Laurent Murphy had a good KO there. I remember his last fight; he had a good KO, but. I, I don't think he's gonna. I think he's just gonna get outplayed. I think he's the uh, Diesel was gonna have answers for for his questions in this. Um, but Wes, what do you got on this? I'm just just looking at their their measurements. I after seeing Laurent's last knockout, and I really haven't seen much of De Silva, but he's like his stats are good. He's got a whole bunch of knockouts. Seventy three percent KO is his win ratio for it. So, but I think Laurent. Murphy will still win, main purely because he's got like a five and a half, six inch reach advantage. So, and he can knock people out too. So, I think he's gonna pick them apart. Uh, what do you think on that, Quentin? Um, yeah, I'm actually I'm I'm, I'm leaning more towards uh, uh, Douglas uh, Andrade. I think he is. Uh, I think he has a little bit more of a skill set. Uh, I think his skill set's a little more. Uh, complete. He seems to have more experience fighting top fighters, Rob Font, Marlon Vera, Peter Yan, Renan Barrow. Um, I think that will definitely play a factor. 
Um, he's been around much longer, so he has a, obviously a lot more uh, experience. And yeah, I think it might uh, it'll probably be either a uh, submission in the second or the third. Oh, so you're gonna go with the finish on that one? Yeah, I think this guy's gonna uh, choke him out. All right. I mean, I'm down to see it. Uh, yeah. Next up is Tyson Nam versus Matt Schnell. And um, this one, this one's kind of up in the air uh, for me personally. But uh, we'll, we'll see what, Quentin, what do you got to say on this one first off? Um, well, Matt Schnell, I feel like, is definitely someone to uh, to watch only because he's probably the, he's the tallest fighter in this division. At uh for one twenty five he's five foot nine which is like gigantic gigantic, um that obviously is a huge uh advantage to have, uh, uh coming into this fight, um I think he has a little bit more, um I think Tyson Dam is he's a little older, he's been uh, he's been around for a while and he's taken a couple pretty bad losses, um but he is he is he is uh he is a good fighter I'm not gonna like anything against him but i feel like matt schnell definitely has an advantage here just with his uh reach and his height those are yeah. pretty good points Wes, what are you thinking yeah i'm definitely going with matt schnell he he's like the average fight time between these two guys tyson nam's average fight time is 15 minutes he averages going to the decision every time basically and Matt Schnell's is six minutes. So this guy doesn't, on average, barely goes over halfway through the second round. So just that basically, like Tyson Ham definitely has some knockouts, but he's main, it looks mainly like he's a decision fighter. So I'm probably going to go with Matt Schnell. Going to choke him out. First or second round. You know what, Wes? I actually had the exact same answers you uh, written down. I had Matt Schnell via sub. But then I scratched it. I scratched it out like right at the last minute, and I, I ended up changing my pick to uh, Tyson Nam to take this one. The only uh, thing that makes it interesting yeah. is because Tyson Nam has a hundred percent takedown defense. Yeah, it, it, you took the words right out of my mouth. I, I think he's going to be able to keep this on the feet. Um, I don't think he's going to be able to stop Matt Schnell, but I don't think it's going to matter. I think he's going to run out time. He's going to go the fifteen minutes again, and he's he's going to get the decision, but. If Matt Schnell ends up getting him on the ground, or if there's a scramble and they get into a weird position and he gets a submission, am I going to be surprised? No, not not in the, not in the least bit. He he's submitted, uh, in my opinion, better fighters than Tyson Nam. But is that does that mean that he's going? I just I think it's going to be time for Tyson Nam. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't win this fight, it's over for him. So. Just, I think it's going to be important to him. I think he's going to take this one. That's, uh, that's that's just my my thought process. Uh, we're going to move on to the women now. Um, Aru, uh, how do you say this girl's name? Not Modafari, but the other one. I think it's Arjau or something like that. Yeah, we. It's uh... Aruja, but I, I, I feel I feel like a jerk. Um, because she's the girl that beat uh De La Rosa, but I just we're can't just going to call her Vivian. How about that? <clears throat> yeah, I'll, I'll I'll call her that. But uh, like I said, she had a decision win over De La Rosa in her first uh, first outing in the UFC, which is obviously pretty impressive. Um, but I, I think similar to the De Silva fight, 
I think experience is going to be way too important in this. I think modifier, um, modifier, modifier is going to take it for sure. Well, not for sure, but uh, pretty likely considering there's almost 0% chance that either of these girls going to finish in this fight. I think neither of them really have the power to get each other out of there. They don't really have a lot of finishes between the two of them. And experience-wise, I think modifier is going to be just more settled in and uh, adjusted to uh, just the climate in, in general. But uh, Quentin, we'll go to you now. Um, so for me, I have uh, I have uh, Vivian. I feel like she is uh, she has more uh, upswing, I guess, or more potential. I think uh, they're both going in different tra- uh, trajectories. Whereas Montefiore is maybe more on the decline of her career, um, but uh, Vivian is more on the upswing. She did face uh, Alexis Davis, and she beat Alexis Davis, which is no no uh, no small feat. And also, she had a good good scrap with uh, Jessica I, who is pretty pretty uh, accomplished fighter. I wouldn't uh, until she got her head kicked off. Say, yeah, I mean. <laughs> I think every almost every woman has at least had the head kick, <laughs> <laughs> especially with Sevchenko. You know, like the woman's a otherworldly competitor. There's no other woman fighter except maybe Nunez like her. Um, but yeah, I'm going with uh, uh, Vivian. All right, Wes, go for it, bud. Yeah, that's the uh, that's the that's the problem with a lot of women's fights. They are still interesting if you actually have. A respect for the technical part of it, but if you're just looking for a crazy finish, basically as I mean as Quentin just said, you're you're not really going to get one unless it's Amanda or Shevchenko. So this one, hundred percent, I think it's going to a decision. I don't think that nobody's going to knock anybody out or sub anybody. If it does, it'll be a freak thing, and I'll take the L on that. I mean, if it happens, but I'm definitely. Gonna have to go with Foxy Roxy on this one. Just because, yeah, the experience, just the record. She's a good fighter. I mean, she upset, what was it, Macy Barber last last year? She won, like, upset of the year or something like that against her, I'm pretty sure. Or pretty or was nominated, so I think uh, Roxanne takes this one. Yeah, I think there's no real... There's no wrong, wrong answer there. Um, I think both those girls can take it, but it's almost guaranteed a decision. Um, if you're going to bet the under on that, you're you're a risky man. That's all I got to say. Uh, <laughs> we're going to move on to... Uh, I can't believe this thing is even... Okay, when, I, honestly... I can was I start with the it? Main card. I was, yeah, you definitely can. I was looking at the main card, and I was so confused as to why this was where it was. But, Wes, we'll just... We'll go to you, and, and, and I'll... Alright, I legitimately don't know why the fuck this fight's on the main card. It makes no sense. Listen, this Vinicius Moreira guy, I definitely probably said that wrong, but I legit don't know who he is. He could be really good. And if that's the case, well, fuck me. Oh, he has 89% subs. Damn, he's good. But, uh, other than that, I don't really know. All I know is I'm picking him to, I'm picking Moreira to win, because the last fight that I saw, Ike Villanueva, fucking got knocked out because he had a face period because he fought the Beverly Hills Ninja who was fighting at like 200 pounds so he didn't even make like heavy like the light heavyweight 205 so he's fighting underweight and then he just beat the shit out of like 
where they had to doctor stoppage it after the first round because his face is bleeding so much. So, yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Moreira on this one. Quentin, are you thinking the same thing? or, or Do you have an answer why this might be in the main uh, card? Can you tell us why? Um, sometimes they have to... So this would probably be actually a fight that I do want to talk about where this would, I think, Tom Breeze versus uh, Omari. Yeah, Akhenov exactly. Would would really be, but they need kind of like a reason to watch the prelim. So they, I think they switched those two uh, bouts around. Anyway, uh, that's my that's my reason. Um, but I think I would go with Moreira, even though he's coming off three losses to uh, to Paul Craig, uh, Alonzo Manyfield, and who was the other? Guy? Eric Anders was the other one. Eric Anders. So. He, he is coming off three losses, but he does have probably a better uh, all-around uh, game compared to Isaac Villanueva. From what I've seen in his last fight, yeah, he got he got his ass kicked. And also, he uh, Morea is also a black belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, which, I mean, always helps. And just looking at his Adam, he has an entire arm sleeve that's a Dragon Ball tattoo. So, I mean, how can you lose with that? <laughs> yeah, uh, honestly, guys, if I could pick, if I could pick nobody in this fight, I would. Um, <laughs> I don't, even, I don't even have anybody written down. Um, hopefully, somebody gets knocked out, and the other guy can stay in the UFC. That's that's my hope for this fight. That's uh, that's my prediction. Hopefully, that's good. I don't want anybody to lose their job. Well, I think somebody's definitely losing their job. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. If not both of them, if not both. <laughs> I don't think it has ever has there ever been a fight where both guys just lost their job. Uh, I'm not sure, but that'd be pretty rough. Def- this can definitely be it if yeah. it's a if it's a boring fight. Um, man, they, they oh, guys, yeah. uh, do these guys have a win between the two of them in the UFC? I died. I'm not sure if they do. Uh, it does not look like. I that. know that. Uh, I know that Maria has. Th- he's been. I think he's got three fights, and he's been. He's gotten stopped every single time. Yeah. Yeah, nope, they both uh, they both have lost every fight. Yeah, so someone tell me how this is a main card fight. Like, I can't believe there was better fights on the prelims on Saturday. Yeah. Like, it, There's better fights but... on these prelims, dude. <laughs> yeah, Ricky Simone. Rick, Ricky Simone. Yeah, like, what the, the fuck? He fought, he fought Uriah Faber and Rob Font. Like, he has, he has experience with top guys. And, like, just, just by names, like... Fighting. They've got some guy named Umar Nurmagomedov, and I don't know if he's actually related to Khabib or not, but, I mean, if he is. is. And then they got this other guy named Francisco Figueredo, and he has to be related to Figgy, because you look at the guy, and they he look is. exactly like alike. Wait, wait, Quentin, so how are they How are they both related, then, since you said they were? Uh, so, Figueredo, Francisco Figueredo, is, um, is his brother. And then Umar Nurmagomedov, I'm so bad with pronouncing his name, um, is, I'm pretty sure it's his cousin. Oh, okay. Okay. That's what I was and wondering. Then, I mean, it seemed like you knew, so. Yo, they also have Sue Maderji fighting on the prelims, and he's the Tibetan eagle. He's that really good Tibetan fighter. Seen him fight, knocked a guy out, was great. And yeah, and then you got Akhmedov and Breeze and Ricky Simone fighting, and just, the like, the prelims are almost better than the main card. Yeah, I'd, sometimes it's yeah, weird too. Whenever just you... that one fight is a little surprising, but they always have like weird fights like that on the top card. Like it's not. Well, honestly, there's not. not there's no new. fights on this main card that I'm excited to see, except for the main event. 
and that's just being honest. Like, I'm not that hyped about Leron Murphy. I think he's going to lose. Um, and then in the, like, in the like, next one, there's another contender, but um, I think he's going to lose as well. So I like kind of fights where I don't know anybody only because I get to learn. And uh, I like, I like it. I'm, I'm a person who likes to learn about new people. And um, I do like watching the guys I love to watch. That's why, but like what you always have to find guys, right? Some way. Yeah. No, that's why the no contender way, series and stuff is good. Yeah. yeah, but yes, yes, of course. But I mean, like, just seeing guys, um, I don't know. I feel like seeing guys you don't know or maybe guys that have potential and stuff is, like, one of my favorite things uh, to watch, honestly. I feel like those guys really don't give a fuck sometimes. They just want to impress and they want to, they have to fight for something more than just their, like, pride, right? Like, it's more they got really nothing to lose. And so they're just going to go out there and fucking throw hands. Um, we'll move on to the, the co-main event, and I feel I feel so unprepared today, guys, because, like, these names are just messing me up. Like, I, kn- I know Worley Alves, but I'm not going to be able to pronounce More it. Munir um, Lazez. Lazez. Okay, that's actually way simpler than I thought it was going to be. It literally be. sounds like it looks, or at yeah. least that's how they say it on the UFC broadcast, so if they're wrong, then I'm okay with being wrong, too. Yeah, and I feel like it, I kind of feel like a dick because I, I I do also I remember watching this guy fight um Abdul Riggins. Yeah, and he won by decision because I, I bet on Abdul and he screwed me out of parlay and here we are. But um I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go for Alves by decision, but I, I'm very not confident in that pick. So we'll see how that plays out. I wouldn't put any real money on either guy. Um. But maybe Wes, you can you can give Ooh, us a little a mistake. bit. That's a You can give us a little bit more insight, Quentin. We'll, we'll give you your. Or Quentin, you want to go first? Yeah, yeah I'm, I don't care. I'm good to go. So yeah, I actually agree with Quentin. Even though I thought, like, I straight up thought Munir Lazes was going to win because he was the only one that I knew. But I straight up was I was currently looking up stuff about Warley Alves and the resume this guy had. Like the people he's fought, even if he's lost to some of them, like he lost he lost to James Krause, but he still fought James Krause. He he lost like. The people he's lost to are killers like Brian Barberina, Kamaru Usman, James Krause. He beat Colby Covington with a guillotine choke uh, on the Aldo versus McGregor card. Like this guy's been around, so I'm probably gonna go with him just because of the caliber of people he's fought. Where the best, the best position is gonna be too much. I think so. Like the. The amount of people, like the best person Lazez has fought, has up to this point been Abdul Razak Al Hassan, and will now be Warley Alves. Warley Alves, as I said, already fought a champion and shit. So I'm definitely gonna go with him. Has more experience and just the caliber of people he fought. Like I just, I'll be very surprised. Like if Lazier knocks him out, I'd be very surprised. Lazez. All right, Quentin. I'm I'm assuming you're gonna have something similar to say. Um, but what's your take on this one? Oh no, Lazez is an absolute sniper. This guy, I'm. This is one of the guys I'm really excited for. Um, he, is, I watched his uh, debut on Fight Island, and he is an absolute killer. This guy has some of the best like striking accuracy of anyone I've ever seen. He is absolutely insane. Um, I, Warley Alves, no offense. I think he's a great fighter. He's fought Randy Brown. He fought Colby Covington. He's fought some crazy guys. 
but um, the Munial Aziz is somebody to watch. He is somebody who is some of the best striking I've seen probably almost ever, honestly. Um, so I would I'd probably go with uh, – I'm going Munial Aziz, no question. It's going to be a knockout third round maybe. Wow, okay. So I, I was wrong. You guys are on opposite ends on that one. I like it. We're not going to have everybody going one and two for five this week. We're not picking all the same guys. That's good. Uh, we might as well just move on to the main event, um, the big one. Uh, it was supposed to be Hamza versus Leon Edwards, but obviously that's going to, you know, that got canceled. Fuck, what again. a better fight that would have been. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that would have pushed the Magni fight down to the, the co-main. It would have made this card a lot stronger, I guess, but um, it's still a pretty good card. But uh, we'll we'll let uh, Quinton go first on this one because he's been waiting to the end a bunch. Uh, what do you think on the Magni Fiesta fight, bud? Um, so for uh, Magni versus Gaza, which is going to be a great, I think, going to be a great fight. Um, <laughs> uh, whatever uh, uh, Wes says, uh, who cares? But uh, I think it's going to be really good. Um, <laughs> Magni, I think, is has a lot of momentum right now. Obviously, he's been uh, he's been on a roll, and he also he I think he has the most fights. Is he have the most like fights in out of like everyone on the roster, or is he like in the top? He's got to be near. He's got to be near the top, but um, but I don't know if he's at the most. Yeah, he well, he just he has so much experience, right? And he has crazy his his grappling's really good, and he. Uh, he can definitely do many different things. What does also Kiesa can do? Kiesa, he hasn't fought that much. Compared, this is actually almost the polar opposite because Kiesa hasn't had to, hasn't had too many fights in the past the, the past while. Like his last fight was last January, against DeSanjos. and he's fought really good guys. He's only fought like top level fighters: DeSanjos, Sanchez, Condit, Pettis, Lee, uh, Darush, Jim Miller, like. He's only fought top guys, Masvidal. But I have a feeling... I don't know how he's going to transition into this new uh, weight class. I know he's a bigger guy already when he was at 155. But um, I don't know with the weight and everything if he's going to be feeling stronger or better. But um, I think I'm going to go with Neil Magny on this one. All right, I'll throw it to Wes now because I know for a fact that he's on the opposite side of you on this main event. So, uh, Wes, what do you like about Fiesta? I would say, I don't know, man. Like, I think you're pretty wrong. Like, I don't know. I'm, I'm like, straight up, I'm not a big fan of Neil Magny because he's not a super exciting fighter. But, like, he's good at what he's good at his wrestling. He's good at what he does. And just looking at him, he's got a five and a half. He's got a five and a half inch or four and a half inch reach advantage on Kiesa. He's two inches taller. Kiesa, it's. I don't know, it's hard, man, because it's as Clinton said, Kiss has only basically fought killers for the most part. But Magni's also fought good people. But then again, Magni also can get straight KO'd because Ponzi absolutely clocked them in their last <laughs> fight. So we're like I don't know, man, I'm really torn on this one. It's it's different it's difficult. Cause yeah, Chessa has only fought once last year. Magni fought like three times. So he's on a roll. I don't know, man. Yeah, I think Neil Magny's going to take it because I don't think Chiesa is going to knock him out, and I really think that's probably the only way he's going to get Magny because Magny has good ground game. Did you just change your mind like right in this moment, or 
uh, like five minutes ago when I was looking at all this shit and I was thinking about it hard. Yeah, because I know I was talking to you yesterday. I went in so confident in that, thinking you were going to pick Kiesa. I also, we watched, I also watched two Kiesa fights, and Kiesa just tries to do the same shit that Magni does, so I just think Magni's going to beat him at it. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm going with Magni here, too. I'm going, um, I think it's going to be a, a night full of decisions. I know I said that uh, for the last card, and, and I was pretty wrong, but, um, well, for the first three, anyways, but... Uh, I think Magni's going to take it by decision. I think they're both super tough, super durable guys, but Magni's just going to outpoint them. That's that's my only argument here. I think he's just gonna, he's just going to cruise. Um, it, I could see Kiesa winning a round or two, um, but I wouldn't I say Actually, he's going to do enough. Like I am saying Magni, but don't count out Kiesa either because like he he's only lost like four. He's only lost four fights. He's fought twenty. He has twenty-one fights on him. Um, I'm, I'm just saying. Yeah, I know. Like, it's, uh, and the, the thing that throws me off of Kiesa, I guess, is in the marketing they were talking about his three-fight win streak or whatever. And but he's fought once every year for the last, you know, and maybe that's yeah. good for his like longevity. But I, I think Magny's just. I, I don't know. I think I think he's gonna be. He's he's in a flow right now. Magny's on the up. You know how you're talking about fighters. You like fighters on the upswing. I think yeah. they're both on the upswing, but I think Magni's on more of an upswing. And and Magni's just hungry. Like you, like prime example when Kamzat's calling people out, and when Leon was bitching about nobody wanting to fight him, Neon Magni was one of, was one of the first people to throw his name to fight both of those guys. Like straight up on Twitter, on Instagram, like straight up being like, "Hey, I'll fight him. Let's get it going." And just because he's Neil Magni and he's known to be a decision fighter for the most part, then he obviously got overlooked because they were trying to get him a a more exciting or bigger name or something like that. And, like, Kiesa was just not about it. So I don't know. It just, it seems like Neil's hungrier. He's fought more. He's fresher. What did, did you maybe, see, sorry. Uh, uh, maybe it's just recency bias. Yeah. No, go, go for it, Quentin. You, you got something to say, so. You saw oh. with the uh, with the uh, polls or what's the, who's the favorite going into it? Uh, who's the, the favorite going in, into the in the main event? Yeah, the, at least yeah for betting odds. Oh, you're lagging a little bit there, honestly. Do you have any? Yeah, I'm I'm losing my uh, my connection. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I was I was wondering. Can you... I was like, it's like he's uh he's he's, more, he's going a little <laughs> bit of roboto roboto voice there. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Do you know? Do you know the betting odds for the uh, who they have favorite? No, I'm gonna assume it's Magni, but um, I can't promise. It's gonna. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming. See, it's I full. feel like. I feel like it's Kiesa, but Neil Magni's the Neil Magni's the yeah. minus one forty favorite. Michael Kiesa's plus one twenty five underdog. Yeah. See, I was just about to go to Bodog. Really? Check. Okay. <laughs> Beat you there. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Um, speaking of odds, yeah, I thought Maggie would actually be the. Speaking of odds, I want to move uh, move off of the card, I guess, for a little bit, anyways. Um, Stipe opened up as the underdog again. Really? Francis um, Ngannou. Yeah, he is. Uh, he is a plus one. He is a plus one fifty underdog against Francis. I'm not sure what Francis is. I'm sure uh, probably like minus one ten or twenty or something, but. 
yeah, he's uh, he's got to feel disrespected. If you follow us on Instagram, you saw the post that I made earlier today, and he he's got to be. I don't know. Maybe he doesn't care. Some fighters, I'm sure, probably don't care about odds. I guess, but um, man, he literally I beat think... he beat him in the first fight. So I, I don't see what what the difference is now. Um, yeah, Wes, you seem shocked. What do you think on that? Yeah, because I just went and I just went rewatched their fight. And at f- the first time I watched it, I thought Stepe won just because he avoided taking any big shots. But then I watched it again, and Francis literally turned Stepe into a bobblehead at least five or six times, and he just took it. So, goddamn, Stepe's got a chin. I know DC knocked him out, but that was that was a fluke. That was hundred and ten percent a fluke. So, I don't know, man. I still think Stepe's got the more complete game. I'm a really big fan of Ngannou, but. I don't. Uh, I don't think Ngannou's got the full kit to beat Stipe. But then again, we don't know because we haven't seen Ngannou fight in a year, and he's been doing nothing but basically training. So who knows? You got anything to say on that, Quentin? Or you like you like that matchup or what? Um, no, I do like that matchup. It's it's just the hype train, you know, of Francis. It's not. It, it doesn't stop even when he took he took a took the loss. The hype train still just runs through anybody's judgment of, like anybody's opinion of Stepe Miocic as a champion just gets totally like washed over by just this giant hype train of fucking Ngannou every time, no matter who it is. But uh, I don't count out Stepe. Obviously, he's fucking un- he's a crazy, crazy fighter. One the one of the best boxers in the entire division, or not division, even the whole entire uh, roster. Yeah, no, it's gonna be it's gonna be a uh, an amazing fight. I mean, the first one was too. It's just the uh, the bull and the matador almost because anybody who fights Francis just automatically becomes the matador. But like, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be an exciting one. The rematch is uh, people have been waiting for the rematch ever since Francis has been going a little a little bit back on a roll again. So it depends. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. It all depends on if Francis can control himself because. It worked out in the Rosenstrike fight, but as you saw, he took like three leg kicks, and he was just, you could see in his face, he's just like, I've had enough of this, and just went full, full kamikaze mode, just swung those tree trunk arms until he KO'd Rosenstrike. And if he does it against Stipe, I don't think it's going to work the same, because Stipe is a lot more technical than just an insane fighter, so yeah, it all depends. Also, Francis's gas tank has got to have gotten better, because that's what happened in the last fight. He got gassed. He looked like he wanted to not be there the last two rounds. <laughs> yeah. All right, getting, we're going to... Uh, getting some oh, tips from Mike... T- sorry, sorry. But also he's getting some tips from Mike Tyson as well. Oh? Oh, yeah, I saw that I saw that video of them, them uh, hanging terrifying. out. Yeah, no, that is definitely terrifying. Uh, we're gonna wrap it up here soon, but before we do, I'm gonna give you guys both the opportunity to bring up something that might be on your mind. So, uh, Quentin, you got anything you want to talk about? Or are you good? I just want to make a, a prediction for the Tom Breeze Omari Akhmedov uh, fight. I gotta go with like I think this is a this is a fight that should be on the main card. But um, if you anybody seen Tom Breeze fight? I think he is actually. I think he can win this. Uh, I think he's he's got really good knockout power, and I just want to give him a shout out because I really like him and I think he's a I think he's a good fighter. So, all right, shout out Tom Breeze, I guess. Then. What yeah, I I agree with that with Quinton. Man, Tom Breeze should be on the main card. Didn't know who he was. Watched him fight twice last year. 
guy just fucked people up. Good stand-up. I like watching him fight. I'm also excited to watch that Sue Madarji fight, because that kid was really good the last time I saw him fight. And he's literally the only yeah. Tibetan fighter on the roster, so, I mean, let's go. Let's go Tibet. Yeah, shout out to Matt, bro. Let's go. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, I think it's going to be a good uh, good card. If, if you don't have to work uh, like West, then you, you can just get up and drink and, and not care about it. Well, then congratulations to you. I, but uh, don't really for the guys I, like I have class, but. Yeah, well, I class, that, but that's be... like work. Yeah, but I'll be like. I'll have it on on the side while I'm in class. So hell yeah. Uh, well, you're a little. You're lucky then too. You're lucky then too. <laughs> I'm not exactly the same as you. <laughs> All right. Well, we might as well just wrap it up there. Um, I'm, we're going to be back obviously before the McGregor card. Um, we were thinking about doing McGregor Poirier card on this. We were thinking about talking about UFC 257, but then we decided it might just run a little bit long. So. We're going to save that, and starting next week, we should have one solid day, I think, boys, where we can just we can just record on that day and put it out, and just, instead of having all these crazy episodes, we'll be able to just put it into one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that sounds good to me. All right, well, thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, join us next time. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at throwingbows uh, underscore pod. I can't, I'm losing my speaking speaking ability here boys all right well and follow us on twitter yeah oh yeah throw us on yeah we have twitter now west what's our twitter you run that it's just throw them at throw and bow pod oh okay so it's basically the same yeah i'm gonna go follow yeah go follow that shit all right peace out boys peace out